Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Caterpillar podcast with today's guest, Clyde the Monkey. You want to introduce yourself? Again? Yes. I'm, I'm Clyde. Hi. I'm Clyde from Fetch. Mm-hmm. And you're enough? even getting a cat. Oh, I'm, I have a cat there now? Oh yeah, I'm getting a cat, yeah. But I want a yeah. cat, cat picture. It's not Cosmo there. Can that yeah. be fixed? Um... <laughs> It's too late for that, huh? The Sorter. Oh, goddammit. Go. I mean, uh, the uh, Jedi can edit one in, I guess. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. I, I should have done that last <laughs> week with yours for a while, actually. We were joking at one point about cat ears. I should have remembered oh, yeah, to yeah. put cat ears uh, there, on no, I don't know what I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I could just... um, Right. I could just hold the camera like this. So, there you go. Yeah, that works, right? That works. I'm kind of stretching my arms a little bit. Oh, fuck it. No. That's fine. That was clear enough. I'm just screenshot that. There we go. So, yeah. Uh, So, uh, we we have decided to start once again, like with some death blocks, I think, and then go to, to the usual drama that just never ends. I guess we can just start with the release of the, uh, with the announcement of the Novorossiysk that I'm horribly mispronouncing, like there's a new a Russian battleship announced, and it's basically a Cesare XT6, a modernized Cesare Yes, uh, it, it was one of those ships that was given as war reparations to another nation, in this case the Soviet Union, and... Well, we don't know if it's going to be anything as fearsome uh, as the uh, the Tier mm. 5 Italian one, but it will presumably at least have better AA. You mean the Tier 7 one? <laughs> yeah, you mean Tier 7, okay. Yeah, 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 that me. yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, there are some stats, but I don't actually know the regular Cesare stats, so I'm not sure how they compare. Also, it would be interesting like to see that. They say 16mm plating, but I don't know what the armor of the... Yeah, if it's going to follow that same pattern of having basically the double barrel, which presumably it would. I don't know. I'm actually just going to bring up the gun stats now and see if this, uh, how much it compares. Yeah, Yeah, you have like 35% fire chance, which is at tier 6, probably pretty decent. So you're, yeah. like that Cesare is pretty good at starting fires, it looks like this ship will be as well. Uh, so 35% is the same. Uh, the range is actually a bit better on this, which is not that surprising. It's about 1,200 meters, 17.5 kilometers. That's good. Uh, the Sigma, however, is drastically different. Cesare has uh, 1.9 Sigma. Oh, yeah, this is 1.4. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that's that's going to be, who knows. Uh, what was the hull pull on this? It's not up yet, or? 4,500, which is uh, they are identical. Okay. I mean, if you pull up uh, the dev block, there is like uh, ship characteristics at the bottom where you can bring up the stats. Oh, yeah. Forgot about okay, that. AP and HE damage are the same. There we go. So the shell characteristics might be basically the same apart from the sigma um, but the secondaries 
are uh, they definitely have a better range and the AA goes up to what 4.6 and it's like 3. Point, I know it's the same range I, I thought it was 3.5 for some reason no 4.6 uh looks like the DPS values are a bit higher but it definitely doesn't like it look like it's any kind of AA powerhouse the price um uh, so yeah uh, let's take a look. Speed's a little bit better. For some reason, it's got nearly an extra knot. Turn around, it also has, like, worse. fast damage control team, so it will have, like, the Russian damage control, yeah. it looks like. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, surface detectability. Now, this is interesting. It does look like it'll be better. What is it on this Uh It is without Captain... Uh, the, the captain skill, it is 13.27, and presumably this also has without captain skill. Uh, on here, it is, uh, 14.7. Oh, at the wrong place. 14.7. It's actually worse, like. Which is alright, because the, it's Cesare had, like, pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. with concealment expert, Cesare gets to just under 12 kilometers, which is pretty good for tier 6. So yeah, the, the biggest change by far, like the standout figure, is that that Sigma. Yeah. So we'll see if it can if it retains the armor, it'll still be decent armor for a tier six, but it's going to be a bit of a shotgun. I like those ships. <laughs> still reasonably fast for a tier six battleship, though. Nearly twenty oh, yeah. knots, and of course that'll be faster with the uh, with the flags. Yeah, how many thirty knot ships are there? You have the Puff, well, Prince Etric. There's that. Yeah. Um, the the Normandy is, I think, like oh yeah, Normandy is pretty fast. Pretty fast. Oh, yeah, it's twenty eight. So Puff is still the fastest one. Yeah. Um, oh, was it the Puff thirty? Was it that with the flags? It might be with the flags. I can't remember. Um. Wiki, oh, accept cookies. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. You know, that that was, uh, I think in a dev Q&A a way back, somebody asked if you couldn't make the lower tier uh, US battleships faster. But let's be honest, these days, a lot, like all newer battleships feels like they, they are pretty fast, well, except for <laughs> the new US ones. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And um, as Wargames' response was like, no, no, they could never do that because that would not be historically correct, which is such a... <laughs> the only other fast ones-ish at this tier, uh, Dunkirk, obviously. Yeah, Dunkirk, yeah. Um, I think Mutsu's actually not that bad. Mutsu's 26 and a half. Andrea Doria is 27 knots. So it's definitely at the upper end of that tier in terms of its its speed. Mobility at that tier in a battleship is definitely unusual. Yeah, so it's so, 28 knots, by the way, for the PEF. Yeah, and uh, Normandy's actually 29.5, so I guess that's, so that's the fastest. fastest. Okay. Yeah. Try those catches. I told you, Marcus, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> that's over with. Okay. Oh, it it doesn't look like it's going to be. Like, this this kind of feels like they've they've got the model now, so therefore. But, yeah, it's probably not that, that exciting of a ship, yeah. right? I suspect we'll have um, 
different modeling for AA mounts, maybe, but that, that it doesn't seem like there was any radical rebuild of the ship, and I don't think there was in 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 real life either. So, mm. well, I guess we can move on to to like the waterline update, uh, where they announced some new things and. I mean, the, the most interesting thing I guess they announced is that they're going to test uh, super ships in ranked battles. And after they basically they success the set of the grand battle, they want to now bring the super battleships into the main game. And not just that, they want to make other super ships, like they say. Uh, they want to have among them French and American cruisers and Japanese and Soviet destroyers, and those ships are going to have access to special mechanics that differ from adjustment fire present on battleships. So, I mean, first of all, once again, they have completely given up on ranked as a serious game mode, and they're not trying to throw everything they can into it just to test stuff out. Uh-huh. And the other thing is, how on earth is this going to work? Like, in the special event, obviously, like you had to spend tokens to be allowed to play super battleships, so that's why not everybody was always playing super ships. But if they now have super battleships, super cruisers, super destroyers, like they're basically what what just better normal ships. Why why would you play the normal ships that are currently in the game then? Why would I play a Kurfürst if I can play a Hanover instead? Yeah, everybody's queuing up like when we had a uh, two separate ones. Took forever to maintain it. No, how long did it take to get the tokens? Like when we were CCs, we got the tokens to play yeah. almost all the time, but it uh, took yeah, a few yeah. games to play one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I mean, they're not saying if there will be. They're not saying if there will be a token mechanic again. But they wanna bring those sh- ships. I mean, it it just seems so stupid. Like to to basically have T eleven ships and. The 12 ships, however you want to call them, and make them tier 10 and be like, well, I mean. <laughs> Maybe they're just going to make a permanent mode for super ships only, like Terra 11 and 12. I don't know. They would be better off in their own thing, really, but I don't know. Yeah, you can see, like, in Water, like, when they went beyond Cold War vehicles and so on, like, you kept, like, you had World mm-hmm. War II vehicles fighting Cold War vehicles. Like, it really doesn't work that well. And uh, it's better that you just separate them, yeah. I mean, it's not like tier 10 is ideally balanced right now, but if you just outright add uh, super versions of the ships already, then it's like, it feels like a mess. Yeah. Well, so, I hope they make a separate mode for that. Yeah, ranked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't play much ranked anymore due to the new type of ranked, but... I feel bad for the guys who actually does play ranked now. I feel really bad for them. I don't know. Well, there must, I mean, it doesn't say anything about it, but like, there must be some, there'll be some something to stop them being spammed in every game. So I wouldn't be surprised if we had tokens coming back yeah, in some form for that. I mean, I guess they could have like a permanent token system where. You, 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 I don't know, you, there are super ships in the game and you can only play them like once every 10th battle or once every 5th battle or so on so that people need to mm. keep playing other ships. 
But, well, I guess because with the tier system, it's not like the game is supposed to be fair in that sense, but people have been, like, often complaining about being low tier and such. So I feel like it would be better to move away from a system where some people are just in better ships than others and not move towards a system where we have even better ships. I mean, imagine you're a tier 8 ship, right? And suddenly you fight not a tier 10 ship, but a super tier 10 ship. No. And there's no, the thing, I mean, they didn't do this last time, and again, it doesn't mention it here, but they're, they're not categorized separately from normal battleships uh, in terms of, of the matchmaker, as far as I can tell. And the fact that it's now talking about adding cruisers and destroyers of this super variety in as well, which goodness knows what that means. I mean, we've already got large cruisers in game, so what's... Mm -hmm. what, what can be even bigger than that? Who knows? Destroyers, but, at least you could have destroyer leaders, I suppose. Well, as as it is now, like the super cruisers, I've always been moaning about this. Imagine being a Tier 7 cruiser and you face one of the super cruiser Tier 9s. Mm. The Eger and the Asuma and Alaska. The Kansas, Alaska. Yeah. Alaska was the first one, yeah. Just being a Tier 7 in that matter, it's like having a Tier 11 or 12. It's the same thing. Just... It doesn't match. Unless it's ages, but I'm just kite away. It's nothing. I, I'm intrigued about the Japanese Super Destroyer, and in my mind, I'm imagining a Super Shimakaze. With even more That's torpedoes. Oh, Who knows that. what projects they had? Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Is... Maybe they can add planes to it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it, it might listen. <laughs> hybrid Destroyer. Oh, no. No, it's out. Oh. I said the cursed words. Don't say out of it. <laughs> if you don't want it in the game, don't say it. <laughs> don't mention it. We do have some news on this page about the winter or the, the holiday dockyard. Oh, yeah. As well. So we know for sure that's going to be the Marlborough. And that you'll be able to get the repulse as part of that as well. Did you guys so, test that before we left? No. You didn't? I played a few games and when I was mid or top tier, it was actually pretty fun. So bottom struggles a little bit. I can I think I've played one or two games in I know I've played a couple of games in the repulse, but I can't. I think there are yep. a marble only been announced, hasn't it? We, nobody's played that yet, so no. Good stats. Yeah, repulse was. Oh. I don't know. Like I was okay. lucky with matchmaking, also. Yeah, but has it been changed first, since yeah. then? I mean, I, I think it has. Uh, yeah, there's been some some in before nerfs. Yeah, uh, test chips thing. But well, I mean, like the thing. if it's the mid uh, ship that that that's nice because you know it's a ship that's actually new. And that yeah. you can actually get for free. And the way the also designed. With, of some historical importance. Oh, yeah. So that, uh, that's a nice Maximum speed bonus. So the, the, it was nerfed. Um, maximum speed bonus of the engine boots consumable decrease. Yes, from that they changed. Did they yeah. change the heel as well, or am I misremembering? Uh, not on the first one's change to ships. Balance changes. I don't know. No. Yeah, it's the only one I can find. Like somewhere further back. Changes to ships. That was um, the 23rd of August. 
might have been some earlier than that as well. I don't know. I mean, we will really see. It's it. it's still uh, some time until Dockyard will yeah. come out, I guess. And from what I remember from the Malboro, we've only seen the stats, but it wasn't that interesting. But obviously, the first has to go through testing, so we will see. Also, we'll have to see how achievable it is and how much it would cost you to get it, right? Yes. Uh, Marlborough, for those that weren't here last week, is the one that's kind of a super KGV. Four quad turrets with 14-inch guns. But also but the shitty nerfed. fire chains. Yes, really heavily nerfed high explosive compared to the KGV. Well, I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but also it means, like, what are you going to do with 14-inch guns against yeah. real targets? Like, even against cruisers at that tier, you're really going to struggle. Especially so, if you're not designed as a close-range ship, right? What are you going to do at range if you're high explosive and your armor piercing sucks? And as far as we know, it doesn't have super-duper pen angles on its AP shells. I mean, it might do, and it just isn't in the preliminary stats that have been given, but... Yeah, it has happened before. Yeah. Oh, we forgot. Uh... Let's see. Yeah, that's the only inform information I can find on the repulse when it comes to changes. Unless it's on very far back, yeah? Yeah, but I'm like... Possibly just misremembering. It yeah. might also just still not be final, so there might be more changes coming. Yeah. Hopefully buffs, though. But, you know, the tradition says that if it's a free ship uh, through the dockyard, it's going to be mediocre, maybe bad, but usually mediocre. So we'll see. That's true. Most dockyard ships haven't been that impressive. No. But we will see. There's only a few one I actually liked. Liked. You know, and I'm thinking about it. Like the the what was it? ZF something was all right. I don't really play uh, that much, but I thought it was an all right ship. Yeah, that was the ZF. Yeah, ZF. ZF is good. Yeah, that's the one. That was the one I was thinking about. And I don't like German destroyers that much either. Like the regular one. I do like the. New type, but the setup was actually pretty fun. And well, I mean, the Itel Friedrich. Don't tell Grunte I said that. Don't tell Grunte. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Itel Friedrich got a bit better after it was released because when it first came out, it had those really, really floaty AP shells that had mm. super high drag. And which... it also had really good AA back in RTS. Yes, so. well, yes, it also had the really good AA, which manual AA with PEF oh, became... and secondary build because you have BFT and AFT. And with the secondary slash AA build, oh. you can still you can actually they've gone back to a place where you can actually now yeah it's decent do secondaries yeah. once again kind of I mean it's not the same as it was before but I mean for yeah. the for the free versus free brawls I was using like the idle Friedrich with a full secondary build mm. it's not faster Bayern Bayern is pretty fun and tanky and shit but. The problem with the Bayern is the speed and mobility compared to the PEF. Yeah, but they have the... the same guns, but PEF has slower no, no, no. Um, PEF has smaller guns. They're just under. Yeah, the smaller guns. Yeah, that's right. yes. Mm. Well, the Bayern the has, has slightly better secondaries, but I think that's it. That's the only advantage yeah. it has. Yeah, but I do like the PEF actually as well. I still do. But there was a period before the crew work 
well, what do we call it? Captain skill rework before that. It was kind of, eh, but once the AA skills and so on came back, it's kind of better there as well. Plus the secondary skills. There was a period where I didn't play the path at all. I mean, I'm not playing tier six that much, but you know, it's it's a, it's not necessarily the best ship out there, but it's at least a fun ship. Yeah, that that and the the ZF, and I don't think I really play other uh, Okyan ships. The Seven Provincian isn't terrible either. That's that's an okay cruiser. I mean, it was a lot more fun when we first had it for testing, but it's still oh. even when it got a bit nerfed, it was still it's it's still a pretty. Yeah, yeah but it's it's I think it's just shit compared to the competition. I would much rather play the regular uh take three ship because uh the the provincian it's just the, the airstrikes it has are worse in my experience because the planes that are actually you can shoot down those planes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they often just don't, don't deliver the the payload. I don't put too much stock in the airstrikes anyway, to be honest. Yeah, but then you are just, like, your guns are basically worse than the other cruisers you could have, like Cleveland and so on. I mean, you can, okay, you've got the heal, but still, it's just like you are, you feel like, a, uh, no, not a very good ship if you can't squeeze those airstrikes in. And that's, I feel like, easier with the, the tech tree one. Also, since you have, like, the, the light cruiser guns, you kind of want to take IFRG maybe. But that means your captain build won't work for any other Dutch cruiser, so it's one of those ships where you might need a specialized captain for, which always sucks. So it's just, for me, it's just meh. And for me, it's just like a downgrade from the tech tree. I've got to say, though, like, the, have you tried the strike system at all on the Provincian? It's kind of nasty, actually. Uh, I do sat still, though, in my Atlanta. Was yesterday on the stream. Uh, was me in Atlanta? No, it wasn't yesterday. It was today with uh, I played with McAvity. And I was in Atlanta, and I was uh, the Seven Province or whatever it's called. Dunking me on the side, two strikes. Uh, took seventy-five percent of my health in my Atlanta with defensive on and AS skills and everything, and just nuked me out of orbit. So that was down to like twenty-five <laughs> percent. It yeah. can be a little bit nasty at airstrike. Sure, but if it's, it's like. It's it's harder to hit than the regular ones because it's smaller, and it has yeah, less planes, so it's easier to so, reduce yeah. them. I mean, the the Atlanta AA is just sad these days, but uh, yeah, and the Atlanta is also one of the few ships where you can really penetrate. A lot of ships that you're going to airstrike, you you just have to rely on fires because you can't get the direct damage in. So mm. it's very niche case scenario that you can really nuke a ship like that. I think I've run Demo Expert and IFG on uh, Provincen. I do kind of like it. It feels like a Tier 8 Atlanta, somewhat, without the radar. But uh, I maybe maybe well. I just kind of like it because it's got a heal, and that's a pretty valuable commodity at Tier 8 on a cruiser. There's still oh, yeah, there's a heavy heal, but, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, true, but you get that on the tech tree as well. Yeah, also, but true. I don't, I don't, I didn't... I don't like the guns that much on the, on the Harlem. Yeah, I was going to say... It took me like 20 games in the Harlem to kind of find it okay to play with the guns. But the Provincian was fun out of the box for me. But I the, do love my Atlanta and Booster and all of the light cruisers. The thing is, it has like worse light cruiser guns than the other light cruisers. It's just that with light cruiser guns, you notice it less, I think, because they pew pew more in general. But it's, uh, it, it still has like worse guns than like a Cleveland or something similar. 
Don't complain about the AA though. You know, yeah. it might be might be okay. I guess it's sort of power compared to today's stand, AA standard. It's pretty decent compared yeah. to the back to the day standard. <laughs> it's pretty fucking garbage. Yeah. Sorry for the swear word. Beep. Uh, right, we can do this. No, that it's okay. <laughs> oh, wait, does it work there? Did you, no, you didn't hear a beep. God damn it. Oh, well. <sighs> Hi, Tag, well, by the way. <laughs> uh, other news, well, well, graphic improvements, where we have already seen a few pictures of a while back, like with that volcano. And they say water simulation will be completely reworked. This means new realistic waves that constantly change their form and height. Surveying ships, dynamic sea form, and all new water effects. That seems good because right now, I think waves, they basically, they pass right through your ship, right? They don't crash. Like it, it's like they, you know, they, they don't interact they at all. They just, you. yeah, they, they go through you. Hmm. And like more realistic looking water would be really amazing. I've wanted that for a long time. But I still remember the last big graphic buff when it comes to water was the wake water behind the ship. I remember we were like, no. oh, it looks so good. But this looks even better. Again, the arts department. <sighs> <laughs> carrying, carrying, carrying. I look forward to that. Interesting to see why. if it changes the... I mean, the when when they did all that revamp as well, they only redid the splashes, and the splashes looked mm. a lot nicer. That which actually used. helped the destroyers. Yeah. Until oh, people yeah, yeah. started yeah. modding yeah. it <laughs> and uh, nerfing it again. People with mods could take away the new splashes and get the old one max. That was actually legit. Like, when I was shooting DDs with battleship or cruisers, that water splash actually helped covering up the, the DD if you missed. So it's a pretty neat way to passively buff the DDs. I know some BB mains here, but that was a good change. <laughs> come on, come on. Look at you, Ethan. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, my favorite ship is the Shimakase. Well, yeah, same. Well, there we go. Oh. I'm, I'm, I oh. haven't actually watched the video yet. I'm just watching that section now. And yeah, it does actually look quite nice. Mm. I look so forward to that. I, was, I thought it was for some reason that was this patch, but... I was a little bit disappointed. <sighs> yeah, but uh, looking looking forward to all of those graphic improvements. Mm. It's always nice if you have. Uh, you know, you like don't... the game is going to live for a long time, so it's always nice to see yeah. good improvements like that. Mm. Like if we don't get new maps, at least we can look at prettier older maps, I guess. Yeah. Oh. I mean, theory, we're, we're, we're getting at least one new map at some point. Next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes it one year every three years. One, not one map every three years. Ish. No? Yeah? What did no. we have last map now? That's like two years ago. It, it, it's said in most games, if they say, hey, we're going to do one map a year, people would be like, what? What is this <laughs> shit? Like, why, why aren't there any more maps? And in World of Warships, they're like, you know what? In a year's time, you'll get a new map. And people are like, yeah, this is so amazing. Mm -hmm. I remember every time are. you got a new map, you got so fucking excited. But now it's like, if it's a new map, it's usually just an old map rework to a worse version of itself. <laughs> That's for me, at least. Like, straight on the Island of Ice getting worse and worse and worse for every rework. Oh, just give me but, a brand uh, new map. Okinawa got better with reworks, I think. Uh, yeah, Okinawa, I, I do agree with that. That, like, was it ACAP that was up north or C? I can't remember. The, up north cap, at least. Yeah. I remember always that little alley where everybody went. 
Oh. I think I mean, that's they, what Fury was liked. They they could there is still like mountain range I think could use some rework and uh Tears of the Desert. Tears of the Desert well, depend. I guess it's slightly better than the first version. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like they also it's not just they used to update maps more often, right? Maybe not always for the better, but sometimes for the better. And it, they it's, just got. Uh, I was just gonna add that they, they just added two new maps to War Thunder, and that adds up like three or four maps this year. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, active warships, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, it it's it would be nice if we got more maps again and others reworked, but uh, unfortunately, they are all putting the work into subs that nobody has asked yeah. for. Yeah. Well, they had some guys back in like 2013, 14 asking for subs, I think. I mean, it was a meme back like, then, you know. Yeah. Like, oh. It was like just in every Q&A or so you throw in so when a sub's coming because everybody knew yeah, like they weren't coming. But the, like, that's, the, that's the, the problem. Thing, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about people wanting subs from any of the, my community or others' community. I rarely see, ah, oh, when is subs coming? Nobody <laughs> asked for it. No, according to Wargame, they did, though, so I guess. Solid minority, you know. Uh, when the meme becomes real, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, I did try the subs, but I didn't get into it. I haven't touched them. I played one match in co-op, and that's about it. It's just too boring and too boring to face. I've, I have only played against them, and, yeah, even in co-op. It's, just... it's like... Every other match gets dragged out by an extra. It's like playing a division. It's like playing yeah. divisions with Mister McCavity. Like likes to drag out the match, won't <laughs> give the enemy team a kill. It's like having a bunch of dope, the him on the enemy <laughs> and your team, like just going each other direction so you don't get killed. <laughs> That's basically what uh, the subs are now. I wonder if I they'll ever realize that they could just add anti-submarine warfare to every ship, and it would be a good choice. And yeah, it would make it bad. a lot easier for them instead of yeah, which ship gets it? Uh, give give me the dartboard. We will will find out which ship gets anti-submarine warfare now. Oh well, I I guess we've mostly covered the, the new announcements there, and uh, unfortunately, it's back to some more drama. Yeah, we we were kind of can't have themselves. Like, not Sunday or Monday, I can't remember what it was, but it was, yeah. you messaged me and we're like, oh, I hope, oh, maybe this week we won't have any drama and we can just talk about, you know, we'll have to come up with some topic that isn't wargaming pouring gasoline and lighting it on fire. But no, here we are, once again, everything is in flames. I haven't seen the podcast you guys have with Sampai, so I'm not sure what you talked about there, but I'm guessing it's about, well, the, it, it, today's drama, like, that was that current day. Well, that, that has happened since then. Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to interrupt. You had the August massacre. Now it started with September. There was no yeah. news today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last, like now. Last yeah, week we it. talked about the, the statement. We were actually a bit a bit positive, right? We we talked about, there was yeah. this long statement from Wargaming and we were like, okay, it it's, Wargaming isn't it trustworthy anymore, but it sounds like they might want to fix things. And then it all went. I'm sub right. Yeah, I can. Okay. Right, so yeah. kind of, 
they kind of re-threw Gneisenau under the bus. Gneisenau is a name that cropped up before because he kind of offered himself up to a little white mouse to, mm. as a kind of, like, he'd obviously been pushed to, to get in contact with her and essentially scapegoat himself. And it should be pointed out that he'd already moved to World of Tanks at this point, so not even on the World of Warships team anymore. But he had been, and he'd been part of the team that communicated with her over the whole Yukon debacle. But he absolutely wasn't in charge of the whole thing, and he definitely wasn't kind of responsible for how it went down and how Little White Mouse and Chobi were uh, ignored. And so it was 100%, you know, here's the scapegoat, he's going to make an apology, and then it kind of died down a bit. And now they've just decided to up the ante by firing him entirely. Mm. Yeah, so once again, so... he works for World of Tech, mm. so they've kind of reached across the org chart and slapped someone away from another studio, which is, um, you know, that's, that's crossing some managerial lines, to put it lightly. So God knows what's going on behind closed doors at the moment. No. But that's not all. Yeah, oh, so wait, there's more. <laughs> I mean, let, uh, let's start it. The way I understand it, right? Gneisenau was a member of the uh, North American team for World of Warships, and he was the one who originally approached Little White Mouse and Chibitsu with the idea that they designed a ship. I'm not sure if it was his idea. It might have been he who came up with the idea, but he was definitely the messenger. And he was a person they both trusted. And after the whole uh, debacle blew up, they defended him, right? Little Mad Mouse Chubitsy said, it's not this guy's fault, right? Don't throw him under the bus. He is an amazing person and one of the few people we actually trusted walking. Now, during the whole process of designing the Yukon, he got transferred to World of Tanks. So he wasn't part of the project for the whole time. But because he made the initial contact, they tried to... Well, when it initially blew up with the Yukon, they tried to throw him out of the bus. And like, it's, it's all this guy's fault. He, he did all this and he made mistakes and he didn't contact, like, the, the, he didn't properly hand over the data to the next team and so on. Which wasn't true. But Wargaming tried to scapegoat him and it didn't work. And now, months later, they've just fired him, even though he was working for World of Tanks now. I yes. love it. Hold on. So then, the same day... <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, there's more. Yeah. Yes. Okay, point, yeah. yeah. What happened at that point was that his immediate manager in the WGNA office resigned in protest with some very, very strong words. And I think that's what's up on the screen right now. Yes. Oh, but no. I'm not sure how easily it's... Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Don't you have the... Um, wait, let's see if we can link the direct one. Um, that was on a tweet as well, right? Mm. I think I retweeted it. I it put it in chat. Oh, you did put it. Oh, there we go. What's that? Oh, there we go, yeah. Now, it's definitely worth noting that it's been a kind of steady stream of people i mean a turnover is normal in in this kind of industry especially oh, yes. the customer facing side of things but it seems to it seems to have been that all the well-liked all the popular people the people that actually seem to genuinely care about the community have just kind of been steadily 
forced out by the work culture or they've left because they, they didn't enjoy working there or they didn't enjoy the management or whatever. So this seems like the, the latest in in a, a line, but this is maybe the most kind of direct that we've had in somebody quitting and being incredibly critical as, as they do so. Um, because most people have been pretty like diplomatic, at least in front of the season, have been pretty professional. So it kind of goes to how uh, extraordinary that this action has been perceived of firing Gneisenau like that, that somebody's been prepared to put that aside and be so critical of of the company that they've they've just resigned from. Because it, it it's it, I mean, this is actually probably quite restrained compared to um how they're actually feeling. Yeah. Read out the whole thing or uh-huh. Yeah. Because there's some quite spicy language in there. I mean we we can read the spicy parts or we can read everything you know, how however you prefer. I mean, a lot of it is kind of the the the, the language that you would would expect of um, you know. I'm sorry so, to have been doing this, and I've enjoyed some of my time here, and I'm I, proud of the work that we've done. And... Yes, I I can read some of the more important bits. Like, yeah, yeah. Here okay. is he says in the third paragraph, "I am making this painful decision because of the recent termination of an employee on my team." that I believe to be a kind and competent individual for reasons that I personally perceive to be an illegitimate, illegitimate and incredibly persistent campaign to unfairly scapegoat him by the leadership of his former team. And in my opinion, is desperate to have anyone at all to blame for the most recent incident of what I perceive to be a toxic corporate culture perpetuating a circle of serious errors that stretches back at least four years, well before his time on the team and which causes well above his pay grade. Which, Which is, are already pretty spicy words. Yeah, that's pretty strong stuff, like directly criticising the the management in, war, war, in, in St. Petersburg of, of World of Warships of, of having a toxic corporate culture. This is from someone inside who had to work with them on a regular basis. So this is this is definitely, you know, not words to be taken lightly. Yeah, and I mean, then he goes on, the team member in question did make mistakes, and when asked to apologize for them publicly, despite having left the team, he stepped up and did so, like the honorable individual he is. In spite of this, senior members of the team, in my opinion, waged an unrelenting backdoor campaign to get him terminated from my team. I can only describe this behavior as cowardly, contemptible, and shitbird-like. And yes, that that's uh, if if you like use the word shitbird in your resignation letter, you know uh, the shit has hit the fan. Yeah. yeah. And it's and then he also states that you know the majority of wargaming are, are good people, and that it's just you know a few that basically sour the whole company, which it, it makes sense. I mean, the most of the workforce in any company are the grunts, and all it needs are a few leadership positions to to create the mm. stuff that we have here, which is obviously sort of sad. And it's also kind of like the the, the studios are in, in different locations, right? World of Tanks headquarters is Minsk. not in St. Peter's, it's in Minsk, yes, and World of Warriors is St. Petersburg. And the company headquarters itself, I think, in Cyprus? Yes. 
And well, somehow the yeah, somehow the St. Petersburg staff has managed to uh, have connections to the World of Tanks site and the top management or whoever was involved yeah, managed to reach out to their counterparts in the World of Tanks and got somebody fired despite the objections of the direct uh, leader of this person, right? The direct team leader was like, he has resigned now because he got overruled and they fired one of his people for no reason. Uh, with pressure from World of Warships on the World of Tanks team, which is just so mind-bogglingly uh, insane. See, I wonder why we left the CC program, by the way. <laughs> I just, uh, hmm, I wonder why, huh? It's, um... <sighs> it, I'm kind of bubbling in the background all the There's really time. a big question mark over how this happened exactly, because these are separate... Studios. I mean, they're under the same parent company. They are both kind of divisions of, of Wargaming.net. Yeah. And somehow the management at, at St. Petersburg, and we don't know who exactly. I mean, it could have been Suboctavian as the chief producer, or it could have been his boss, you know, the guy that's the head of the studio. But somebody, you know, well, that level has somehow been able to get a guy over at World of Tanks fired for reasons that, that to their direct boss seemed completely unjust. And this isn't, I mean, as the statement says, and as we know, this is the thing that's been playing out over several months. So this is not just coming out of thin air. So it, it really does kind of beg the question of is, is does the, the management at St. Petersburg have that much pull, or is, is the corporate HQ at Cyprus somehow involved and somebody's been pulling some strings there? It, well, it could really just be friendship a... between like senior management Maybe? in one company mm. and another if they yeah, hang out together and so on, and they're like, you know, you have this guy that, that we want to yeah. get rid of. But it's not just the fact that they were able to pull it off. It's like the extreme pettiness of it because yeah. no, that they can't imagine, like they can't expect this to give them good publicity, right? It, it because, doesn't do anything. It doesn't prepare yeah. anything. It doesn't reflect well in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't look good to the community. It doesn't look good with you know on top of all the press they've already had, and yet they went ahead and did it anyway. So they really did pour more gasoline on the fire. Likely I've done this before. Yeah. And it just it's it's mind boggling. Like why would why would anyone think that this would be a thing to do? I mean it, it, it does come off across as being just like you said, incredibly petty. Like somebody's yeah. held a grudge against him and they've just gone out of their way to try and punish this guy. Even though it it kind of goes against any kind of good sense or logic. I mean, it, it doesn't work as a scapegoat to the public because, like, Little White Mouse and Chubitsu have defended this person from the beginning, yeah, right? The and they tried to scapegoat him already yeah. and it didn't work. So they can't have done it for the public. So it could but be they, that internally they got pressure from somewhere even higher up and they're like, you need to punish somebody. Somebody needs to lose this job. And they were like, okay, which, which person? Yeah, don't this guy, like... we've already tarred and feathered this guy. We'll throw him out. So it could He'll be do. that somebody pressured them to do something and then they decided to internally scapegoat him to, to get away with this. Or it could just be that they genuinely were, uh, 
It might Maybe even be to avoid, it might be grudge shuffling, it might be, well, you know, it'll look worse if we have to fire someone from our own team. I don't know. Because, it, it yeah, sure, but like they, they just... basically chauffeur the shit to a different hill, even. It's yeah. like, that, that, that's the... I mean, I could see it this way, right? So basically, it, it, I think it was, it might have been nice enough's idea to start this whole project because he was the one who initially reached out to them. And it's be like, you know, we fucked up this idea if this guy hadn't. And it's, it's, it was a great idea, right? It was basically a, a no brainer idea that would have made more gaming a lot of good publicity and money if they hadn't mishandled it, right? They took a, a basically a golden idea and turned it into shit. And uh, now the person, uh, the people who have turned it into shit were like, well, if this guy never had this amazing idea, then we couldn't have turned it into shit. So clearly it's, it's the first person's fault, right? It, it feels to me like this. It's, it's like, okay, if, if we just get rid of people with good ideas, then we can't turn them into shit anymore. Maybe. I don't know. There's, there's no kind of rational explanation for all this. You know, if you've, think about it in terms of people being petty and vindictive, then sure, but that's not what you want in terms of people managing, you know, a company that you work for or, or oh, a yeah. company whose products you enjoy, because nothing good is ever going to come of that. And I mean, the, here we are. The thing nothing is good what, has come of it. What gaming has reacted very little rationally to this whole thing, because mm. what what and with the initial problem, right, one thing that Wargaming always declined to do was to add the Sackwell camo to the game. So this is a camo that they designed for the Yukon that is ready and mm. made that they could just implement to the game. And it would be very easy, it would be very quick, and it would come to no downsides. Wargaming actually it only had upsides, right? Wargaming had yeah. decided to put the camo in. It would have uh, made it a, a small bit with the community, like the community would have approved, Little Might Mouse would have been happy. And well, it would I have think only might have been a too strong of a word. Ha- ha- happier, happier than than right yeah. now. Right? And it would have been a show of good faith, right? It would have been a move that cost Wargaming nothing and got them a lot. And they so declined to do that until the very bitter end. The mouse was like, "I'm going to walk out this door now," and they're like, "Sure, but we can't give that uh, that camera into the game." And there is really no reason to it other than just being vindictive or petty, or. If if you want to look at it like this, it could be that, like, Wargaming has never treated this apology as, like, an apology, or as, like, a, I, in reality, right, the idea is that the community and the computers and the, the company, we should all be allies, right? We should all be out there to make the best game. And the mistake has been made, so everyone should come together and be like, okay, how can we fix this? But Wargaming went into this, like, no, no, you're our enemies, we are at war. And we might be able to negotiate a ceasefire, but we will never totally surrender. We will never accept all the demands. And it's like, what this is? This isn't like a hundred four. This shouldn't be like a, a surrender negotiation. This should be like, how can we come together and make it better? I mean, we can we can definitely look back at the last like however long and say that they they've definitely they've come at this with the wrong mindset, and it's all blown up in their faces. And yeah, but, and they they keep said, they keep with that, right? No matter how yeah. often it blows up in the faces, they just make one more petty step after the other, which is so I don't know, mind boggling. Oh. No, well, when did it to... start? It started with the PR, right? That's like two years ago now. 
That was the big fuck I mean, up that has been, yeah, Puerto Rico. Well, you had the whole the arc event where Europeans of, um, got uh, not chief for super hot missions, but other than that one, it started at the PR in my head, at least. Where the real shitstorm started, where, like, you had to had developer... No, who was it? Was it Victor? I think it was Victor that talked about how PR was designed for the guys who doesn't have jobs and are dis- disabled. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it, because it started there, I think, where... Wait, what happened with Wargaming? What uh, what were the warships in St. Petersburg? Like, from there and down. I it went it pretty downhill from the, the Puerto Rico disaster because in previous things, like, you remember, like, the Christmas convoys, like, I don't know, four years back or something. Oh, yeah, and, you had that one. And they changed it, right? There was a big... I think yeah. there was, like, before the regions were all unified and it was, like, the, the was something only done for an A and not for other regions. And then there was, like, big outrage. And then Wargaming was like, okay, we changed it. Uh, but with the P- Puerto Rico disaster, Wargaming was like, yeah, we are so sorry this all happened, but we won't change a thing. Like Wargaming, it was then when they were like, basically, well, we are sad that this outrage happens, but we aren't willing to like move even a little finger, right, to, to fix any of yeah. this mess. All we do is to say we, we will be better in the future. We are sorry that you're sorry. Is what yes, said. yes, we are sorry. Yeah. That... And it's been like the same over and over every time. You're so sorry bad. that you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so kind sorry of... that you feel like this, but I don't kind give a shit. I'm just going to... point where we can believe in their sincerity. <laughs> I can put it that way. It just oh. comes across as rather hollow. You know, the sad part is I think in the same year of the Puerto Rico was like the Benham, right? Yeah, and the the Benham was a, a, quite a bit of a grind, and the feedback was like, "Is this is an insane grind? It it would be a nice event, but less grind, please, okay?" And Wargaming is like, "Yeah, okay, we listen to the feedback." And the same year, they did Puerto Rico with an even worse grind. That that's how well they listened to the feedback, and then they were like, "Oh, uh, yeah, maybe you should come here." But how, who would have thought that you guys don't like insane, impossible grind? And yeah, it's it's it's. It just never recovered because they have broken like a major trust and they have kept just making empty promises since then and never actually improved. They have even gotten worse. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, we've, we've kind of hit the stage and I think this has been, I can't remember if we've talked about it previously, but like it, it starts to feel like things, it's just not going to be better unless the management changes, unless the people who are at the top are replaced by other people who actually are able to uh, be a bit more flexible and and not have this kind of defensive mindset. As long as it's not how they are now. The opposite of what they're doing now, just... (laughs) To sum it up, I mean, it could probably be worse. There are probably definitely ways it could be worse. Well, but, uh... We did talk about what we don't want. Do not say that because now it's going to get worse. <laughs> they did talk about this earlier, but I digress. <laughs> I mean, wasn't there also what I've said previously? You didn't like Victor uh, again grace the, the Russian forums with his presence and just told everyone that basically they are yeah. just so great and that the people, this, this do, was... content creators are just stupid and they don't, they think they know how to make a game, but if they were actually, if they actually had any clue, they would just start their own games and run their own companies, basically. Yeah, this is, this is the guy that's basically the head of, of the studio. 
It's in Victor. I think it's Victor. Uh, it's not him that's been really active all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he previously, I'm pretty sure uh, it was during the Puerto Victor. Rico. It's Viktor Badovsky. That, that's the guy. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. He, he was kind of, I think it was during the PR fiasco, and, and he basically um, was kind of more or less dragged away from the keyboard because, again, he was just making things worse. And mm. somehow he's, he's, somebody has, I don't know, they 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 slipped up and he managed to get himself on the CIS forums and was saying all this stuff. And uh, it's just kind of, it's not gone down very well, apparently, from what we've, we've been told. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you go to your official forums and just insult the entire player base, it's usually not going to go well, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's that level of, it's like, um, it, this is it's the level of argument that uh, oh god what were they digital homicide were making when they tried to sue oh, Jim yeah. Sterling and the whole thing of well you know you can't criticize the game if you haven't if if you're if, if you're not somebody that's that makes stuff yourself which is just an inherently idiotic argument. It's, it's, it's like, like oh, well you... you can't yeah it, like if you if you apply that logic to anything it just falls yeah. apart so quickly oh you can't criticize this food unless you're a professional chef yeah if you, you can't go to a restaurant because you don't and... make your own blockbuster yeah. hollywood films like what if you get served burnt food right and you see it's burnt you smell it's burnt and you taste it and it's burnt and you go like hey you've served burnt food and they're like well how would you know you're not a chef <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> it's just... I, I like that one. I don't know, but that's the guy. That's that's apparently the level this guy is working at. And, um, yeah, that's that's part of the management problem, clearly, right there. It's oh, that yeah. kind of attitude. So, it's just ridiculous. It really is. All of this, I mean, this especially was so avoidable. There was no reason for this to happen whatsoever. And again, and the press it picked it up. So it's, it's, uh. Yeah, there's been Kotaku and I think Massively OP who kind of covered it originally. I haven't actually read those articles yet. Oh, there's Business Insider now as well. Not Business Insider, PC Games Insider. Yeah. And, uh, like massively overpowered, I think had one. It's yeah. it's once again making the rounds, and the thing is, we don't know if it will stop by that, right? Because uh, now, obviously, one person has resigned, and uh, there have been at least rumors or so, or things on social media where you think about maybe more people might be thinking about that. Like the the other question is like uh, we don't know what's going on internally by wargaming, right? If they have the reach to get somebody fired from like a different office, that speaks pretty much of rule of fear. Like what what kind of statements are people that currently work at wargaming are receiving, right? Other how much pressure are they under, and how afraid are they that they get terminated themselves, right? And this is probably not like a healthy work environment. If you're going to ask yourselves every day in the morning, I'm going to get fired for my boss's mistake and my boss makes two mistakes a day, that's not really uh, looking like like a healthy job to have. No. Definitely not. And I I would almost love to be a fly on the wall at the moment because I imagine there's some fairly strong 
words flying back and forth, and probably some people up at World of Tanks especially not happy. And I have to guess the, the NA office as a, an entirety is probably really not happy at the moment. But will anything actually come of it? Who knows? We we have absolutely no idea, but God knows we're probably going to be still talking about more drama next week at this rate. <laughs> Possibly. You know, I wonder, what, what would they do if, like, because they, wasn't there, like, a person that uh, recently resigned from the, the NA office anyway, if they'd lose even more staff, it's like, uh, what, what are they going to do? Because how easily can they replace people? Or is, is Wargaming, like, hand, going to handle it more from a different office? I mean, yeah, I mean, especially how much it's been in the press, it's like... You, Especially if, if 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 they're having to try and fill these positions and and get new people in, people are going to be like, eh, "Do I really want to go and work for them, though?" Do yeah, I you really could. Want to? You could expect somebody who is going to work in the video game industry to have at least heard or read Kotaku, right? And if you've yeah. like recently read read those articles about the toxic work environment, how easily do you even get new people? And if you get new people, you probably don't get the experienced ones, but maybe just new ones that, that need to, to get some experience. Because like most jobs these days expect you to, to be 18 years old and have five years of work experience. <laughs> so maybe they are then desperate enough that they'll just, tr uh, or maybe they'll just take a lot of new people who have absolutely no experience because that's the only one they can get. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking darker though. An A office. It's been a well. What's it? What do they call when people go in fast and they get, get out again from the office? Uh, I can't remember the English word for it. But uh, Exodus, yeah. maybe. Yeah, when maybe. You have like, a lot of people leaving they, the world. They don't stay for long. Yeah. I think like, the longest one was uh, Fem. Fem was there like a long time. So after she left, it's been a lot of in and outs there. Yeah, yeah, the DNA office seemed to have a lot of people who only who didn't stay for very long. Now, yeah, of course, it did. We've heard from, I mean, just talking about what people like femininely have, have said publicly, I mean, it, it doesn't sound like it, even before all this mess, it doesn't sound like it was a a great place to work in terms of, of no. um, very no. much sounding like a uh, kind of like a second class office or a second tier office compared to um, the the kind of Russian speaking side of things. So I don't know. It it might be. I mean, uh, I've forgotten his name already. Cab something. Cab Mac was it? Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, him leaving as he had. Cab Mac. There we go. Uh, you know, it it might be that. Uh, this is pure speculation on my part, but it might be that this this wasn't out of the blue for him. It might be that this that that guy's now being fired was like the last straw, and he was just like, "Right, that's it. I've had it. I'm out of here." We don't know, you know. Short of of being able to talk to the guy himself, we have no way of knowing. But um, it, yeah, it, unless it's it possible, this is. Somebody Usually, if you're very happy yeah. with a company and how it is run, then you don't like resign that. But uh, and you don't make that kind of public statement as you're doing it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not just that you resigned; it's like a public uh, statement 
calling beha uh, behavior of others as cowardly contemptible and shitbird. Yeah. That's it's yeah. it really speaks of not a very healthy corporate environment. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good place to work. Maybe in Prague, I don't know. The guys there seems happy so far, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we it's have... going to be a shitstorm from there as well soon. This way, this way. We have had. Now we have something to talk to next time. <laughs> um, they've talked about later in September they're going to give uh, details of uh, changes, reforms to the CC program, but. I don't know. That guy kind of feels like a band-aid at this point. Yeah. Uh, unless there is serious talk of of um, other structural changes at St. Petersburg, then it, it doesn't it doesn't really look good for the company in terms of the game's long-term health and in terms of of um, health. Uh, you know, the health of people wanting to actually work there. Especially in North America, there there seems to be, or at least on the surface, it seems to be like Europe has a better uh, working relationship, maybe with Saint Petersburg. But you have, it's also that Europe, I think, has shown a lot less initiative in in the years, right? Because in in NA, mm -hmm. you often had things like the there was this this bounty hunt events, right, where uh, you could like. Uh, People like CC said participated, and if you sunk them in battle, you got something. And it feels like that NA had a lot more events on their own and a lot more like independent things that they tried to do for yeah. the region. While uh, Europe I want just, to, yeah. uh, I want to defend Comey Croissant to say they. I asked about the same thing. The reason why Prague is not doing the same as the NA office is because Prague is doing the, all of the tournaments, which is King of the Sea and so on. They put all okay. of their effort into that. Well, and they did the Kogi event, the Bounty event, and they had some sort of other event as well. That was their, like, reason why they didn't do the whole Bounty stuff. I kind of wish they still do it, because, well, then again, I don't know how much work is behind it, though. So I wouldn't, yeah, should probably not say too much about that, since I have no clue how much effort. Yeah, me neither, but I didn't know that, that that was one of the reasons. I mean, that sounds plausible yeah. if they do a lot of Yeah, they did a whole uh, Conway and Croissants did a whole uh, town thing for Prague. I'm not sure if you guys were there. No, you guys, I don't think you guys were there, actually. No. no. They asked for CCs to join in voice and everybody could ask questions. It's when I started bitching about us not being able to test ships anymore. <laughs> and I got the whole reason why they didn't do that. Yeah. And asked the same thing about the bounty event. Apparently, that was the reason why they didn't do it. Would be nice though, because I don't see like once a year you can do that. I still am um, kind of why bounty event or cold event, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, it would be nice. They do a lot of shit, good shit with the King of the Sea, but I, I'm not that interested in the King of the Sea. It's, it's almost like that seems needs to be it, its own like, separate team, and it they... is a neat. Yeah. Thing. Like, it's probably not the niche thing, but it's still uh, something that focuses on only one set of audience, while Bounty and so on is for everybody that plays the game. Hmm. So I was kinda, still kind of upset about that, but it is what it is. That was their excuse, at least, that they were doing the King of the Sea, etc. But, yeah. I was just thinking, uh, I mean, it felt like the, the NI office was maybe a little bit more creative, a little bit more independent, and I have a feeling that with... Yeah, they did uh, good. It's it's not something that is valued in this company, right? If they they mm. want people to just tell the line and not come up with in uh, their own ideas, 
And if it's not coming like from, from St. Petersburg, then I maybe like, I'm, I'm not sure. Like it just feels like there is a lot of more fight between like the NA office and the, the headquarters. And obviously I don't know why it's just, I guess, a theory. Yeah. They did a good job. NA office. I mean, it, it sort of ties in with what, what Fem has said publicly. Yeah. About the kind of the the gap between the the kind of Russian speaking side and the the English yeah. speaking side, and it could also be why they have so many staff changes there. Because if you have a lot of new people coming in with good ideas and they're like, "Oh, and we could do this and we could do that," and then somebody on top says no, and you're like, "Why can't you do that?" And like, you just no. Uh, if the internal communication also works like that, then you pretty much get uh, probably. You are not so happy anymore if, if all of your ideas just get smashed down and you can't actually feel like you, you are restricted in doing your own job because you always need to go call Russia and they are saying uh, no. But once again, thanks speculation. A, a, a little while back, I mean, we were talking sort of 2017 maybe? There was a guy that, that came in on the EU side as like a, a new... I can't remember what his title mm-hmm. was. He was like a producer or something. And then like six months later, he was gone. And there was uh, heavy speculation that he'd wanted to, because uh, he'd wanted to talk, talked about wanting to shake things up and do more based on player feedback and stuff like that. And that that hadn't gone down well <laughs> in, in the, the World of Tanks office at that time. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of walked out less than a year later. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's all just very it's very disappointing. We're all very disappointed in you, Wargaming. St. Petersburg. So we're all gonna tut at you and waggle our fingers and maybe that'll change things. <laughs> it's a, yeah. We really do just have to hope that somebody somewhere in Cyprus, presumably, is paying enough attention and, and takes this all seriously enough. But... Yeah. I mean, the, the only hope we have, like if, if news media again picks it up and if maybe other people walk, if it really turns into a bigger story and if they maybe lose even more staff over this, mm. that at some point somebody at the top steps in and be like, look, guys, you can't continue like this, right? But certainly, I think having it highlighted in the media certainly helps the pressure, as uh, as we've said previously. Um, and the fact that they keep pointing the gun at their own feet and pulling the trigger repeatedly uh, is is not a good look. So we'll see. But but, but we kind of we we're just kind of stuck in this odd position at the moment where yeah speculation is all we have and you know kind of vague hopes that somebody somewhere will approach things with the seriousness and sincerity that is needed to try and fix things in this situation but given what's happened so far I don't know if I particularly have faith in that happening I had hopes with that whole announcement thing they had when they did the whole (laughs) and the Q&A and everything and then I, somebody got fired. <laughs> it's like, no! Yeah, well, it's, there, there goes that. Shit. Yeah. It's the 
It didn't even take a week for them to fuck up again after they, they promised to do better. It's like, I, at this point, it's like, really, come on. Hey, at least it was not in the same week in their defense, I think. Wait, was it in the same week? It no, they did the Q&A. The Q&A was on the Thursday with the Subotavian. Yes. And then the firing happened on Monday, probably. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, but, well, it's not the same week, but it's within a week, so... <laughs> it's been within a week, so... But it would be even worse if it was with the same week. Same week number. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> but, whew. They did good there. At least they pushed it to the next week. Within some days. Well, well, at least until it came out, because I don't think we have the exact day when it happened, right? Oh, they're so great at this. Oh, it's like they've been doing it for years now. But they're getting better and better for every time. So next time it's going to be within the same week. Just wait. Next week, it's going to be something. Two times. Two things in the same week. Just wait. Why did you just announce it end of stream where they promised to do better? (laughs) Well, better better how? Better doing worse or better doing better? (laughs) You mean that needs to be specified now? Yeah, they need to be specified. Well, specific, I mean. Oh. If we promised you to do better, and in our eyes we did, the spreadsheet says we are actually doing better. So, yeah, our spreadsheet with with our certain focus group, we are doing better. The focus funny, group is the main managers. Like, well, we actually sold more loot boxes this week, so you know what? We're just going to randomly fire some more people. That clearly is a winning strategy. Hundred <laughs> percent correlation between firing people and more loot boxes. Oh. I mean, there, there was like this Reddit post when they originally the, the whole drama started where somebody was like, Wargaming is now going to introduce the Apology loot box and uh, where you can just buy a, a loot box and get a random Apology in it, like, you know. Uh, it was a communication error. Oh, we are sorry you feel that way. Yeah. They've been good at this, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we might be just about done in terms of covering the news drama. Yes. About. Yeah. Before we drag this out too much longer. Yeah, and, and for, for once, we've actually kind of kept the time frame we originally planned. <laughs> kind of, yeah. What is it, one hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, originally like one and a half. Well, last still time. over an hour, but not that far over an hour. Like yeah. one and a half last time we did this. Which is like for us, that's like only half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes ago ish. Well, it technically got through three three bears. Well, wait. Oh yeah, yeah, three bears. So yeah, a little bit on the desk. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, or do, do you have something to, to add to or talk to this whole mess? I think we've covered I it. I can't mostly. believe I'm going to say that, but I think we covered the shitstorm. I can't believe we said it. Well, we did it, but we, I think we did cover it. Unless it's been anything right now. Let's just go on Twitter or Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Wait, who wait, knows? wait, wait. Give um, me a chance there. I'll find something. something just wait. Last. Okay, I'm oh, going go yeah. to go scroll down a little bit here. Oh, no, nothing so far. It, it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll surely make it another week until this blows up again. Nah, the only thing I can find is uh, 
a wise man do not give money to wargaming. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys seen this, but <laughs> wait, hold. Make a chat. There we go. Send up real life feeds <laughs> for our cats. Well, I mean, there is at least one, and as you see, there isn't much movement on it. Oh yeah. Same with mine. Yes. Sam, Sam's knocked over everything he can from the tables, so he's now just sulking on That's, the floor next to me because I'm so not paying attention to I him. I wanted to mention that. Why do you have a cat bed on your table? In my it, house, cats are not was, allowed on the table. It was next. To, I don't actually use that table for eating though. I'm, oh, I'm bad. Okay. I just sit on the sofa. With yeah, but you know, it's got to think everything is a table. That means everything in the system. Not well, saying I, that cats always think it's theirs, but yeah, you get the point. <laughs> I mean, I do keep him out in the kitchen so he won't dance on the worktops, but sometimes I forget oh. he does that anyway. Well, they do that anyways, even though <laughs> yeah. you tell them not to. So yeah, I, did, I did have my cat beds over here next to the computer, and then yeah. he started shunning it and... Uh, it doesn't never, even lie on it there anymore, so it's just useless ornamental cat bed. I never like, had a cat that liked cat beds. They always used the beds. I'm pretty sure the cat was gonna is gonna fall into bed no matter what. Sam, Sam is currently it. just sat on the floor. I find him just in random places, sitting on the floor. Sometimes I mean the he's got cat bed sofa, and he's got my mm -hmm. my chair. He yeah. likes to sit on my chair sometimes, but I probably um, never did that. Probably always sat on side. Fumble over at on, on the floor behind the chair, so you could see him on the webcam on the stream. I just sat there just for hours and just staring at you while you're oh. sitting there, mommy. There is see that's fumble, but longer hair. Fumble. I'm about to get clawed to death here. He doesn't like oh, being picked up. Oh no. Drop the camera. Uh -oh. It's the, the one cat that my cat tends to frequent quite a bit. Is the one that's right behind my monitors. So it's oh. it's especially in winter it's rather warm there so they like to hang out behind my monitors I guess. Sam doesn't oh. like to lie on top of the UPS sometimes the uninterruptible power supply because I guess that puts off a bit of heat. Yeah, PSU. Look at that! Look at that fluffy tail. Oh, is he showing the ass to you now? No, he's showing the, he's showing ass to the uh, to the monitor. Make sure he doesn't do that to the webcam because toss. He did that last week, actually. <laughs> he did. Right at the end, there was a lovely shot of his bum as he went past. Yeah, Fumble did that every time with me, like, climb on his shoulders, and then you saw his, like, you know, his behind us in uh -huh. the camera. Mm -hmm. like, it's, tail down, tail down. They're so, they're so charming. They're so delightful. Yeah, I love it. And then they turn them on. Ah, oh, smell my butthole. Nope, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I can't wait to get a cat again. I haven't had a cat in three years now. No. Yeah, three years. He died like a year before I moved here. So it's been actually three fucking years. Jesus. And now it's only a few weeks until you get fumbles. It's one week. It, oh, it's one on, week. Uh, not, no, less, a little bit more than one week. It's not this Monday, but next Monday. Mm -hmm. So I've taken vacation off work as well, so I can be home with him. Because I can't. Because my when I'm working, my daughter's at my parents' house, so the house mm -hmm. is empty, and I can't be alone in a, at least the first month. Yeah. So... The yeah, first this... month I've taken a, like a month off, took a vacation out. So make sure he's, well, he should be fine though if he's in like a room or whatever, but you, know, you never know. They probably get scared if they're suddenly alone. He probably likes uh, to, to have his servant around. Yeah, he needs him a servant. And feed him. It's, it's, scary it, it's as much about, about getting you trained as it is the cat getting to know his surroundings. I'm not like my cat kind of fed himself. Like every time I stream late at night, 
and I have the window open, and he mm. always came in with mouses and stuff and ate it in front of the cam and stuff. So, I don't know, he kind of fed himself. So, I'm fine. I would only have to put the camera down a little bit and you would get a good shot of his bum right Oh, now. nice. Oh, I see pink. No, yeah, I see pink. <laughs> I see pink. You're nice very one. classy, no, Sam. No. You're very classy. <laughs> Clava and Poop Patrol. Yeah, for the first time, I actually have the litter box inside. Well, I usually have it when they are kitten, but when they get older, I usually teach them to go outside to poop. I hate the litter box. But I bought the new one with the box on top and shit. Maybe it's better, I don't know. I mean, my litter boxes are, like, covered on top. Yeah, it's probably better, but I still fucking hate it. I prefer it when I go to the neighbor's garden and poop in their rose bushes. It's much easier that way. I found it, at least. sounds. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you get used to it. Yeah, I guess. I hope. So I'm probably going to be in poop patrol. Poop <laughs> patrol. Especially in the start. Oh, God. He's like, he's going to be 11, not 12 weeks old. But I wanted him one week earlier. It's going to be fine, I think. It's usually 12, they say. But if it's bad with 11 for my work schedule, so. I, I kind of skipped over... Most of that by, I mean, I adopted Sam when he was, he's, he's like, what, three now? Uh, three I, got, years. I got him as an adult. Oh, you, you did that? Yes. Oh, how's that going on? Because I mean, they kinda... been, it would have been lovely to have him as a cute little fuzzy kitten ball. Yeah, but, but it's more like it's easier to, for him to get used to you and you to get used to him. So I've heard, though, but it should be fine. It's well. It's the thing here is that they do rehoming kittens as well, but the kittens always go really quickly, and then like the few, the they, the adult cats that they have, mm. like they only have because everybody wants the kittens. So I kind of yeah. felt a bit. Yeah, it's, uh, I kind of felt feel that sometimes yeah. as well. It's a whole personality thing when you have them yeah. have them as kittens. Like they kind of grow personalities with you. It's weird, but I wouldn't mind adopt one, but. Like my friend, uh, well, my daughter's uncle, they their kitten had a no, the cat had a litter. So uh, okay. there was like one boy there. It's like I'm gonna get him. Oh, it's my. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how uh, I don't know if you saw the um, the little clip I put up of the collie pup, but that's that's kind of how my parents ended up with the collie pup is because my stepbrother was getting oh, yeah. one, mm. and then there was one puppy in the litter left over. And my stepmother was like, "Well, you know, it'll be it'll be so nice if 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 you know you 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 took this last puppy, and then we'd we'd have you know we'd we'd have the brothers, and they could see each other every now and then." And no. my parents relented, so now they've got a hyperactive collie puppy. <laughs> I actually have my parents' dog here now. I'm not sure if you saw her earlier. Oh yeah, the the yeah, we have her like a couple of times a month, probably. Yeah. My daughter just. She needs to have her. But every time we put, uh, get the dog up here, she goes to the room, closes the, ro- the door, and my dog has to sleep. Then the dog has to sleep on the couch because my daughter's gaming. She's playing Fortnite. She's too busy for the dog. So <laughs> she's probably in the living room now. But that's... But she's better at games than you are. Shh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think she's here, actually. Wait, let's try and want her. But you oh, know, she's here somewhere. Yeah. In in the future, you you can distract her with, with a cute kitten. So and, yeah, and you need, can beat her in the game. 
we actually need to get them to be used to each other because we go to cabin a lot and I have to have the cat with me now. So after a couple of weeks, they're going to meet each other. She's good with like cats and so on, but it's dogs that she hates. It's a small, cute thing. I'm sure she'll like it. She doesn't. She's busy sleeping. So hopefully they can go well together. Otherwise it's going to shit every time we go into the cabin. Well, he, she and Fumble went well together, but they kind of grew up together, so. And he, yeah. So every time we, like, my, uh, my sister has, like, a, oh, what the fuck are they called? Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, okay. Little, and he's, yeah. he's, no, no, she's really used to cat, like, the cat mm-hmm. that my sister has. They like chasing around each other and so on, but Fumble is not used to being chased by a little, a little miniature dog thing. So he got scared the fuck out of. So he was gone, like, at the cabin, she, he ran away, and mm-hmm. I had to go back to the cabin after the Easter. I was there for, like, a whole weekend just to make sure he come, came back to get food, at least, because he was so fucking scared. So after uh, five or six days, he was, like, one year old. Yeah, one year old, actually. Exactly one year old. So I had to stay at the cabin for, like, a couple more days just to make sure he gets food and shit. Because the, my sister dog scared the shit off him. I just want to play! <laughs> Fuck it all. Jack Russell's crazy dogs. Yeah. So hopefully they can get used to each other. Shit. Maya. Oh, her name is Maya, by the way. Maya. Let me hear you, Brit, say it. Point it. Maya. Maya. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> I, is, Close is, enough. Uh, is there a special okay. meaning to, to the word? No, it's a it's not a common word, but not uncommon either. But it's all like my two nephews. It's a mix between my daughter's name and my nephew's names. So they just combined mm-hmm. the letters and it actually became Maya. So mm. I don't know. Ask Clive why bull is Canadians. Wait. Because They're just so polite and easy to bully. Oh true at all. There you go. Oh, you messaged with us because you said it too quickly. No. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you are toxic. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Ralak. Okay. Ralak finished off me. There you go. <laughs> Canadians is not nice, guys. Just remember that. Just keep them bound. Sadly, I moderated Pokey. So he's forever stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say. Yeah. Keep your friends close and... Your Canadians closer? Further away, rather, but. <laughs> Some of them are sugar dads as well, so I'm stuck with them. <laughs> so, thank you, Ralak, for helping. Thank you. So, yeah. Like, you're anyway closer, probably... that's why cats cuddle with you, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I. Yeah, he's just watching you, actually. It's, he's the master of the house, so he's just making sure you are doing yeah. your thing. That is all. Well, you know, humans have to be oh, properly, wait. properly supervised or else we might do unauthorized oh. things. Hold. There you go. No. Give it a second, Porky. Give me a second. There you go. Thanks for all those gift subs, by the way. 
Yeah, like these Everyone guys who have gifted to gifted they gave a shit on gift subs to me as well and shit. So, well, not Pocky never does anything nice, but yeah, there you go. So shall we shall we wrap things up then? Now that we've talked about the most important topic, that is cats. Yeah, I mean, it took us many episodes to actually talk about cats on the category. Wait, you podcast. never talked about cats before. I mean, you just waited mentioned for me to get cats slightly. This wow. is probably the first proper discussion where we've <laughs> yes. just talked about cats for like 15 or 20 minutes. Let's talk about how we started on the subject. <laughs> Sam showing his pink stuff. That just uh, saying. He's a conversation starter. <laughs> He's like, the how's the weather? Oh, the weather's sure nice. Oh, this guy's showing his pink thing. <laughs> I'll say more than that. Well, you know, it's like Oscar Wilde said, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about, and I'm sure Sam would say the exact same thing. Well, it's all PR is a good PR, it's what Wargaming says yeah. as well, probably. Well, you know, Wargaming's been showing their butthole, metaphorically speaking, quite a lot as well recently, <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, good old. Uh, should we make a wargaming gimbo? <laughs> but should we make it like a wargaming bingo? For you guys can should, uh, should do that for the next podcast. Let's cross off what they did, like fired, uh, scammed, uh, more loot boxes, uh, rigged loot boxes, which have probably always been. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have. I could probably talk all night about wargaming, but I shan't. Oh, there is there is a question. If wargaming invited us all back to an ECC program, would you consider it? I mean, the oh, thing is... That's an interesting question. Yeah? The, the, the thing is, first, the first we need to see some promises actually being kept, right? So personally, I would say at least I want to see how they handle, like, Christmas loot boxes. And that also gives some time to see how, if, if they seem trustworthy by that, if they've actually improved stuff, right? They have talked so much, now we'd actually need to see action, right? If, if by Christmas or if by early next year, it looks like they're actually keeping some of the promises and they're improving, and they'd have like a program where they'd make me feel like you could be listened to again and so on, then maybe, yeah. Uh, but not, I, I can't see them doing anything this year that looks attractive enough or that looks trustworthy enough that uh, I would consider it. And also, it would feel better if we went in as a group. Like, we have a small group that actually went out first. Well, not a small group. It was actually a pretty good uh, big group after a little while. Mm. But if most of the people agree to consider it, if they've done this and that to improve things... I probably would have said yes, no matter what. Uh, unless of that, I need to see everything improve that we've been raising concerns about. The, yeah, I mean... Especially the whole feedback part and where we're getting fucking spread. We even had, on the CC Discord, we had an emote or reaction. We used it as a reaction. What Flambas can't stand, which is <laughs> icon of an icon of, an, uh, of the spreadsheet uh, program. Yeah, that was like, so. every fucking time they came with some shitty-ass fucking response, which is what Flabbers can stand as a... That actually kind of slapped uh, Octavian back in the face because Octavian actually added that as an emote. And every time they put out some shit, there are spreadsheets or when people are asking a legit question 
and concerns, whatever. We just reacted to that one with uh, spreadsheets because we know board games are just going to ignore that the feedback <laughs> because we don't know shit. Apparently, we're the Vulcan minority. minority. As we call the CC, uh, XCC Discord, <laughs> by the way. <clears throat> vocal minority, you know. Especially with people like Flambas, Jingles, and J- uh, Gibbons and so on, with uh, how many average views is like at least 800 average views mm-hmm. per form. Vocal minority. That's what we're called. So, yeah. I don't, I don't think I would come back at this point. I've, I've already quit and rejoined once. Oh, yeah, promises. you have, yeah. With promises I, that things I have a 50 50. I'm at 50 50 if things improve. But I can see where you're coming from. I remember yeah. pointing back oh. when he left the program. I, I can't remember. When did we get to know each other? Before uh, you joined the program. Uh, maybe? I can't remember. No, it was before, 100%, yeah. because I'm pretty sure you asked me how the CC program is. Maybe. Compared to all times, because you left it during the Foshant incident. Yeah, right? I waited for nearly... Another rule gave me shit fast, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> I think was. <laughs> so, um, Pointy joined back then, and it was actually pretty good back then. So I could recommend. I'm so sorry, Pointy. Just, I'm sorry for the harm of... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm 100% blaming you. I'm sorry you're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can blame me. But okay. I'm pretty sure you are somebody else as well, right? No, no. The way you do it is you find someone else to be the scapegoat for you. You don't oh, yeah. have oh. any personal responsibility at all. <laughs> oh, poor thing. Oh. And you also had... Uh, who else left the... Uh, World of Tanks? There was Jangles left. Yeah. And joined and... World of Warships. I can't remember who else. There was a couple of... Uh, Rita well. did after a little while after Jangles, I believe. And uh, who else? It was like so long ago now. God, we've been doing yeah. this for a while. And Jingles left also the vote on the program around the same time because Guardian and Wargaming found, oh, let's DMCA some people. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, left yeah. Both I don't think... There as well. I don't think Jingles is in... This... He's not on the Guardian CC Discord, I think. Let's I don't... Here. No, I didn't go back for that. Um, no, I don't uh, think... I think it just makes content. It was only World of Tanks that he came... Uh, World of Warships that he came back for. He kind of issued... Going back, well, it's not on the CC Discord, so yeah, it's probably well, the the Guardian one. So, need a whole wiki for the archive all of the war game disasters. You could write a book about it, yeah, it's probably as big as Marcus Blacklist. Okay, <laughs> probably. Uh, you need to get uh, point into what on the CC program, but well, that would be interesting. Same with you, Ethan. I, I don't play Warfunder. It. Well, it's pretty far. Come on. You guys need know. to give it a shot. You guys need to give it a shot. I'll I've play dipped in and out. I've even bought stuff occasionally for War Thunder, but it just, it's never quite... But it's a tank stuff that's fun. ...grabbed me the same way. But the thing is, like, compare Guardian to uh, Wargaming. No, I've been in the Guardian program for a year now, and I left Wargaming after four, almost. There's a big difference. It's like, Guardian don't expect to talk to devs at all. You don't see devs there. You only see the community matches are great. I love them, but it's not the same as Wargaming was. It's like Wargaming is now, actually. <laughs> you're making a very good. Uh, you're selling this very well. You get free stuff. You get free stuff. Oh and well, you get to talk to other people. Is, yeah. In fact, if that's all there is, I might as well. Yeah, that is actually kind of what it is. Now you get program. test vehicles. You actually get to test vehicles. Yeah, we get. We, we do get to test vehicles. 
unlike in World of Warships, where we don't get to test vehicles before launch. So that's good. You get exclusive PTS access, you get free stuff, then you get free stuff. The thing is, the gameplay None. never really interested me that much for more fun. It, it's more realistic, but that never has appealed to me. That has actually made well, it a lot less yeah. attractive. Yeah, the ship the tanks What? It's better. Come on. Well, World of Tanks is like radio control tanks. While Botan actually feels like you're driving on big meaty tanks with big engines and big guns. It's, yeah. it's such a difference. I was, then again, I was only at tier 5. No, tier 6 in World of Tanks. Before I just gave up. But War Tunnel, oh. Should you play War Tunnel? No, I can't because it's crashing a lot because the devs are not the, uh, fixing the game. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Uh, you, are, you are a great salesperson. You are, tell me more about oh, yeah. how everything is shit there. <laughs> no, it's actually, like, other than not getting much feedback from the devs, is actually pretty fun. Nice CCs, that's all really there. Nice people to talk to them. Nice little community is like World of Warships. So it's like 50 50. No, 25, 25, 25, 25. But yeah, somewhat the same kind of community. I do like, I like myself there. It's not the same as Wargaming, though. Not now, but it's not the same as how it was when me and Pointy and you started. Mm-hmm. When did you start Data? You was uh, in the beginning, right? Uh, the Contributor Program, yeah. Yeah. Because the global one, I got, I got approved before the global pro- program got uh, introduced. Yeah, I think I was. I, 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 like, I think I was. I joined like half a year or so before you did. Nah, wait. No, oh, I can't check now because I'm not on that CC Discord anymore. Uh, oh, I can check uh, where I get the mail from Conway. Conway. So I talked to Conway. Well, I did talk to Croissants before that, but... Yeah, so the first message with Conway was uh, September 9th. Wow. It's actually... Yesterday was four years. So, yeah. 9th of September, 2017. Jesus. Almost uh, four years. Mm. I'm pointing to join like a year after yeah, definitely yeah. The, the the global reorganization thing happened during the time I was away. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the future is for the new warship lines in 2023? Probably down the pipeline, like Soviet Sea and stuff. You haven't so, seen uh, the whole super ships thing? The grand battles? That probably might be Terra 11. I don't know. We'll see. So, uh... I, I just checked my messages and I was approved to the program on the 16th of January, uh, 2017. Ooh. So you were before the global one. Yes. Yeah. I, I joined back when we did. Well, I, I got yeah. 14 Valentine's camels in the first year. That was all we got. So basically, wait, hold, hold, two seconds. Oh, wait. <laughs> we're going to turn into like a three hour stream <laughs> at this rate. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you actually, Tim, you got this kind of T-shirt? Yes. Yeah. That's because we joined before the global one. So I can't remember. So I was before. We were that, both but... wearing that same T-shirt in Berlin, by the way. We were? Yes. I don't remember that. So old CC talking. 
<laughs> yeah, so I can't remember because I talked to Croissantos first, but I don't have that message anymore because it was in the mail or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I uh... officially, officially was one well in full around now. Basically, I applied to the program with with a message on the forums to mm. to. Uh... Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've done it, you know. And so I could just check my forum messages when they answered me. Jesus, so you, you've been there for five years, almost. It's four and a half of. Jesus. So unofficially, I've probably been, I would think it was May, May or something, around May, March, May. I don't know when I talked to Quasantos about it. But I got told by him to hold off on it because we are working on the global one. Um, then I pinged him again. Then he didn't respond. <laughs> then I pinged Conway, and then I got invited to the global one. No, I was yeah. first to the one that I'm still... Um, I think I'm still in it. Wait. Yeah, like, when I joined, they didn't have guidelines for joining. They were like, if you are a content creator and you've been creating content for, like, I think at least three months or so, you can apply or so. And I just basically send them a forum message with links to my stuff and be like, hey, I'd like to join this program. And wrote them a bit about me. And then I waited, I think, three months or so. And then I got the answer you're in. Don't tell anybody, but I'm in the world of tanks, community content. Because that was the global one before, and then they renamed it to World of Tanks, apparently. I'm still in it. <laughs> but I have reduced walls, so I can't see anything. Okay. Don't worry, World Game. Don't worry. <laughs> World of Tanks Community Contributors Program, General Rules and Guidelines. Apparently, I'm here. I knew I'd seen a star somewhere. Yeah, everything's locked, though. So yeah, they, like, they first, they had, like, this global one, and then they had, like, an EU, and, like, they were, like, Two Discord servers before the the, the third yeah. one that we all ended up in, and one of the older ones I think got like a world of tanks. I left it a long time ago. Yeah, the one with the star in it. That's a black star, wargaming star, like the T-shirt. I remember back when it was all done through Skype. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, actually. How old are you? <laughs> when, when I joined, I think that the Discord started later, right? I think I yeah. was there before the Discord. Skype, that would have been back sort of 2015, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, I joined the beginning of 2017. Damn it, I'm out of here. Yeah, I mean, my beer is basically almost empty too, so I guess we can just call it the day, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, we wander anymore into the. the... Wait, uh, did we check Twitter? There might be some new stuff now. <laughs> give me a second. It, it's already yeah, been know. like uh, 20 minutes since your last check. Yeah. It's been, it's been a while in Wargames book. I'm kind of disappointed, or should I be happy? I'm, well, I let's don't know. go with happy. Happy. Okay. Hour and a half without. Setting anything more on fire. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's stop it there. Okay, I'm yeah. not going to look more. So let's add it up the positive note. Exactly. There are even two cats on the camera right now, isn't it? Nice. There's two cats. Damn, I think there's like a spider or something. He's pawing around at the edge of the carpet. So his hunter instincts have clearly kicked in. Hunting. 
the mighty well, well, well. <clears throat> But yeah. So uh, you all guys know where to find Clyde on his Twitch. He also has a YouTube. He has a Twitter. And yeah, thanks everyone for watching. And you'll see us again in the future. Bye. Bye. I need to wave as well. Yeah. There we go.